Hi, I'm Jill Sylvester, licensed mental health counselor and author of the self-help book, Trust Your Intuition, 100 Ways to Transform Anxiety and Depression for Stronger Mental Health, and the young adult self-help fiction novels, The Land of Blue and Devon, Dream Agent, Book One in the Devon series. Each of my books deals with the theme of intuition, because for me, it all comes down to listening to and trusting your own inner voice, the one of your best self, the highest self, in order to live your best life and also to trust that voice and develop it in order to help and serve humanity. So hello and welcome to today's podcast, which is about focusing on what you want during this time in our Earth's history and being able to walk away when this is over, feeling better, feeling stronger, because the end is on its way and we're closer to it now. So reflecting on that hope and what's left for you to do personally during this challenge is what I want to cover today, how you want to feel when we're cleared to go back to our lives. What's left for you to do? Here's the thing. My belief is that we are each responsible for raising our own frequency during this precious pause so that we can come back stronger than ever as a collective. What you do affects me. What I do affects you. So where are you at right now, personal development-wise, during this virus challenge? What do you feel is left for you to do? The end is near. That's what I'm feeling anyway, after a dream I had this week, and in listening to my peers who feel the same way. And I also had a client this week who also had a dream of hope. So I'd like to challenge you to think about how you want to emerge when this precious pause is back in play. I'm going to highlight three areas in your own personal development today, work, play, and rest. Work is defined by projects, whether it's in a job you're still working at or in the house, whether you're a corporate executive at a Fortune 500 or a mother or father, CEO of the business of your home. Work is work, define it for yourself, List your responsibilities and all you need and want to accomplish. Then there's play. So this could be literally playing games, connecting with friends via FaceTime, Zoom chats, or the good old-fashioned telephone conversations. Decide what that is for you. List those actions and ideas that make you think of play. Then there's rest. Sleep, reading, napping, meditating, chilling downtime. Whatever your idea of rest is, decide what that looks like what you need to do in terms of rest, and then make it happen. I did an interview with Her Agenda, a division of Slack, yesterday morning, and one of the questions presented to me was about productivity pressure. And I thought that was such a great question because I think there are some of us who are really feeling that, to do as much as we can during that this time. And that's really good. Using this time for creativity is, is something I think is super important uh, to work with the time we have. But without the balance, without the focus in other areas of your life to go along with it, with play and rest, or vice versa, maybe you have too much play and rest without a lot of work and purpose in your life, which we're going to talk about, and it's happening a lot, you're going to feel like you're neglecting something if you're out of balance in either one of these areas. And that's going to cause your gremlins to go to town in your mind, which often causes the downward spiral into the rabbit hole. So therefore, you need to grab hold of the reins. Use these arenas, these baskets, these areas of work, play, and rest to balance yourself, to check in with yourself on what you feel you need, what you feel needs more attention in your life, and what needs less attention. Grab your journal today and reflect on this. Write down where you feel you need balance, where you need to grow and learn, and where the work is for you to do. Then make a plan to do that. Here's how it can look real time. Let's take work first. My work tasks today were to write this podcast, record this podcast, 
work on five pages of my second book in the Devon series, which takes me about two hours and I haven't gotten to it yet, um, and speak with a client for a double session. That's it. And that's kind of a lot. I'm still debating whether I'm going to get to writing, but if I don't, I'm not going to beat myself up over it. My body will tell me intuitively when I'm done with work. Those are my goals for the day, and I'd like to achieve them. But if I'm feeling tired and irritable and my back's against the wall and my intuition is saying that's enough for today, then that's enough for today. If I make a list and I have the juice, I'll complete the list and then some. But if I don't, then I let go of the list if my intuition is telling me otherwise. Intuition and that higher knowing always wins. Just as importantly, when I'm done, I'm done. The phone powers down and I'm present with my family. Of course, I'm talking when I'm still working at home because how can you not be talking with your family at the moment because everybody is in the house in the same space at the same time. But I'm talking about being 100% present because no one, most importantly your family, wants to feel like a second option to someone's work. And then there's play. Play right now for me involves movies and music. I don't know about you, but in addition to watching almost every movie out there, side note, if you haven't watched these yet, Harriet was so good. Little Women was great, even though, nope, I didn't get my daughter to watch it with me. And I also want to watch Hidden Figures for the third time because my husband and son haven't seen that yet. But in addition to movies, music has really lifted the mood in our house when we're cleaning up the dishes And when I say we, that means me and my husband, because for whatever reason, my kids still don't do that, but they're great in a lot of areas, so we'll give them a pass for now, and maybe that's a topic for a future podcast. But Music Daily has been awesome and fun and light and calming to end each day, and we haven't done that since the kids were little, really, so it's been a really nice welcome in our house. Also, play for me involves taking the time to walk the dog twice a day in the woods with my husband playing games at supper time as a family, watching TV every night, calling friends and family every afternoon to check in and see where they're at, have some laughs and good conversation. These are my definitions at the moment of play. What are yours? What needs to be enhanced? Do you need to have more play alongside the work hours you're keeping or perhaps a little less play and a little more work? What's the challenge in terms of personal growth for you? That leads to rest. How are you resting? Are you resting enough? Are you resting too much? What's your sleep zone? Are you getting between seven and nine hours? Do you need more? Do you need less? Are you getting too much of it? This has come up a lot this week, hearing people say, I'm bored and I don't know what to do with myself during this time. Maybe if that is you, you think about setting your alarm now, being that we're going into week four and you might need to start to get a little more discipline in your life. And discipline is something I'm going to be talking about within the coming weeks during this podcast. Or maybe you need more rest. Maybe you're working too much to escape so that you need to be shut down by five o'clock. I've talked to a lot of people this week who also feel like they're on their laptops from like eight in the morning till eight at night, and they've got to bring themselves to rest. I know that hits home for me. I'll say I'm gonna write for two hours, only two hours one day, and then I'll be folding laundry or running in the morning, and the ideas come like rain and, and it's saying, do this, you know, say this, write this, record that. And those are messages I just can't ignore. So past those two hours of what I say I'm going to write, I end up doing more work, more hours on top of that. But that's just my own internal honor code. If I want to get intuitive messages, I need to act on the intuitive messages. And that's just my deal. And lately they're coming so fast and furious that that's the job and I need to listen and act on them. 
But I also know that once I'm done, I'm done. And that rest is just as important, which is why when later afternoon comes or the evening, pending the day, I shut down and I mean it. No replies to texts, only rest, reading, relaxing, and getting to bed at a decent hour so I can get up the next day and feel good. Decide what you need to do. What's bugging you right now? What's that inner voice saying and nudging you to do? Write this down at the beginning of the day, first thing in the morning when you get up, or maybe the end of the previous day to set the tone for the following. What do you feel you need to do to grow, to develop? Because again, when this is over, how do you want to feel? What do you want to accomplish? Deciding how you want things to go is going to give you the power and control right now that you need to feel when things are out of our hands. This is what you can do. Take advantage of this. You will not only feel better, but you'll raise your individual frequency during this personal development challenge so that we all benefit. Please do your work. Do what you know you need to do. Only you know that. No one can tell you that. No one has the right to tell you what you need to do. Here's the thing, though. I believe God speaks to us in a language we understand. If we're not doing our part as a collective, as a human consciousness, then guess what? At some point, we're going to have to listen. I think that's what's happening right now. We each have to do our part. Each of us has a specific challenge. It's all relative. There's always something to reach for, to grow for, grow from, to let go of in order to rise higher and to raise the vibration of everybody else. Now, not everyone will do this, though. Not everyone will subscribe to that perspective or will believe that there is a message in this precious pause and that the universe knows exactly what it's doing to help us all. Remember last week's podcast that anxiety is our friend. In my young adult novel, The Land of Blue, there's a part where Cassie, the 12-year-old protagonist, is told that she can't save them all. She can't save everybody. That there will always be some people who choose to stay on The Land of Blue. And that's okay. But for the rest of us, and for those of you who are listening, what is possible is the undercurrent of excitement running through the turmoil at the moment. At the idea of tapping into the possibility of transformation and opening to that offering at the opportunity for each of us during this fantastic reset, this precious, precious pause, this invitation to rise higher in our perspectives. Take the opportunities being presented to you. Reach for that higher rung. Trust in the quiet message of what's going on right now. That's the hope. That's the inspiration. And I hope you're feeling this on some level too. And if you haven't seen the John Krasinski SGN Some Good News video that's on social media, please go find that. It's brilliant, entertaining, necessary, and I'm so glad someone did this. It's perfect. Lastly, three tips to take with you as we enter week four. And what day is it really anyway at this point, right? One, if you're eating too much, try chewing gum while you're working or on your laptops between meals. It helps. I tried it this week myself, and I'm feeling far better than I did last week. I'm happy to report. Two, it's time to move. My chiropractor told me a long while back that sitting is the new smoking. So try walking the stairs in your house every hour so that you're getting your steps. This helps a lot. I used to do that between clients at work in the office. I'd go up, I'd get my hot water, I'd get some steps in. Now that I'm doing this at home, I had to remind myself to do the same thing. It helps to keep you mobile. Try it and see for yourself. Remember, exercise helps raise those serotonin levels too. So every little bit of exercise that you're getting is going to help. Lastly, three, find the funny. Find it every day. It's there. 
If you can't seem to find it, call one of your funny cousins or your friends and tell them to make you laugh. We had fun laughing at one of my husband's many, many unchecked emails and texts that I can't repeat here just because, but that always provides laughter in our house and with my neighbors and cousins and friends that I share the text with, along with the proverbial question, are you ever going to learn and proofread your texts and emails? Also, having my son have an early Easter egg hunt in the house when we hid the last carton of eggs on him this week because he goes through almost a carton every few days, not okay. So that was fun too, especially because he got the message and we were able to negotiate four eggs per omelet instead of 10. So find the funny, look for it. Laughter is the best remedy and we all need a little more laughter right now. If you liked what you heard today, please subscribe to my free weekly blog at www.jillsylvester.com for tips and strategies to deepen your intuition and live your very best life. Thanks for listening. <laughs>